Hey, welcome back, everybody. Flocker fans, how are we? All good. No new countries tonight to uh, yeah. to mention. Well, that's because it only seems like five minutes since we did the last one. Really? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. How long is it since we did the last one? Five minutes. About five minutes, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Okay, well, no one else is joined people us think, People think we'll, like, we'll try and plan these and then just like publish them at set times, which is not the case. We sort of like do them and then... Give it a go and then see what happens, yeah. Yeah, we never plan anything, will we? It's like we don't even plan the script. We've published them all, though, haven't we? Nearly. Uh, have we? Well, yeah, but we, we don't plan oh. to not do any because they've been too bad. Well, you can tell us if they've been too bad, but it, they seem to be going okay, really. Yeah, we've had some really, really good feedback. I know, it's surprising, really. I, I'm expecting somebody to come on soon and go... That was crap. You're talking a load of shit. Yeah, well, we are most of the time, but it seems to be going down well anyway, doesn't it? It's good shit, bro. I know, it is good it's shit. It's like good shit. It's a bit like good shit, like, yeah. Like you're having a night out. It like Not that. Me. Uh, it like that motorbike ride. It hit me and that. What he had in his pocket apparently was good shit, brother. Was it? Was it skunk? Good. <laughs> we bought like... him in it. I think we ended up buying a new motorbike, you know. Oh no! Oh, All God. PR stuff. All PR yeah, stuff. I, I yeah. bloody hate that. It don't look very good, you know. Yeah, we shan't test you for drugs. It doesn't look very yeah, good. Yeah, we're getting you a new bike. We'll polish you off. Say sorry. Yeah. That naughty police officer doing his job. We'll yeah. get him to apologise. With your broken, two broken yeah. wrists and broken leg. Oh, God. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, yeah. You have been frightened. That was a good, I was going to well, ask you. Yeah, at that point. <laughs> at that point, when he, when he struck the side of my Volvo. Did you have a small amount of... Did you pass a small amount of poo? Uh, no, I might have dribbled a bit. Did you? I might have had a little bit of wee in my pants. Oh dear. I, I might have dribbled a bit. Bit of follow through. I was fr- that, have I ever been frightened? I was frightened. Yeah, I think I was frightened at that point. Yeah. Go, into, do you mean going to jobs then? Yeah, as in like worried for your safety, fight or flight kind of thing. And you were making a split second decision between running for it. Well, you know, like you used to do with firearms and all that running across open ground. Oh, I mean, well, some of those. I mean, every, I can't, I can't, every shift. I can't talk about all of them, obviously. No, obviously. Obviously, because otherwise I would have to. Shoot you. <laughs> um, no, you don't work for that. Yeah, I've been to I've been to quite a few incidents where I'm it's been dangerous. Okay. And and I've had a lot of adrenaline. Miners welfare? Yeah. Been to some proper fights at yeah. miners' welfares in the north of the county. They get frisky, don't they? They do. And they're not bothered when you turn up. It doesn't matter how many lights and sirens you've got on. They, don't, they just ignore you. They just carry on fighting. Well, they had a lot of like, practice fighting, didn't they, back in the day? Back in the day. And with cops. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think fear is in the mind, isn't it? You create fear sometimes in your mind, don't you? You do. Yeah. Often when you go into these jobs, you conjure up all sorts of things that might happen. And by the time mm. you actually get there, mm. it, it, it isn't. I've, yeah, I've I've had, would I call it fear? I don't think it was out and out fear. Don't like, you're amongst friends, you can tell. No, no, no listening I'm just to trying to, just, I'm no. trying to put, put it into context or, or trying to articulate how I've felt at certain incidents. I, I have had, I remember being in Norfolk County, being at a fight where we needed some backup and uh, the control room come back and said to us, yeah, we've got your dog travelling. Brilliant. Oh, it's coming from South Yorkshire. Oh, quite close then. We were like, like Penzance. Is that, the, like, is that the nearest resource we've got? No. And they were like, available. It's a dog from South Yorkshire. God. Yeah, we were, it'll be over by then. We'll probably be either yeah. dead or we'll have somehow won with our mouths. Yeah, yeah. So I've been in situations that, that have been like that. 
some of the most frightening situations I've been in would be doing covert close target reconnaissance type stuff Ooh. in the middle of the night, early hours of the morning. Really? Yeah. What, well, then thinking you've been seen? If the offenders knew I was here, you'd be better off saying that you was probably from a rival gang rather than a cop. Really? <gasps> yeah. I don't suppose you can talk about all those, can you? No. Just proper OCG type stuff. Um, isn't that like when you need to put all everything in order and like yeah that's it yeah yeah, yeah, we yeah. That all the labels got to be right, right the right, right way have we yeah. used that one before uh, I hope not probably. that's the trouble because I've got a dodgy memory then we could be repeating <laughs> ourselves continually we've probably done this episode before yes it's how spooky yeah <laughs> oh well I enjoyed the, it so yeah I've had that type of fear okay yeah but never to the point where I've, I've thought I need to get in my car and drive off Oh. Spooky fear. Yeah, I, I, I had one sort of job like that. It really sticks in my mind because it was ridiculous. Um, the level of fear that um, a colleague of mine had and me when going to this job, and it's inexplicable. But at that moment in time, we did. I'll tell you about it because we were looking for this wanted guy, and uh, we went to this his home address. Middle of the night, dead quiet. Night, excuse me, I'm repeating on my protein shake and, I've got you uh, that you lent me. Yes, yeah, delicious, isn't it? Mm. And uh, you'll be gelling your hair next, yeah, we'll be again. I've got lots to gel though, have I? That's the trouble. Uh, so I went around the back door and not for uh, the first time, I shan't say it's a story in my life. That and uh, I shan't say I'll make up it. Red was his name, oh. and uh, he went to the front door, and uh, because actually. That's another funny story because he rang me up the other day and I've had quite a few phone calls from What, people. from Red? From Red, yeah. Right. And he was literally begging me, begging me, do not, do not tell any of the stories about the jobs that we went to. Pike. And specifically the one in Collingham. Do not tell anybody about that because I've got my pension to think of and I don't want to be sacked. <laughs> So um, I cannot tell you about the job in Collingham, but I could, he, he did finally agree that I could share this one about looking for this wanted book. So I went to the house, bang on the back door, and um, he's at the front. And then, from not far behind me, from the area of this hedge, I heard what could only be described as sort of this zombie-like noise. It was, it was, it was horrible. And, and I got on the radio, eh, ah, 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 red, red. <laughs> Fred, <laughs> get yourself, get yourself round the back here, quick. And um, he came round the back. What? What's what's up? I said, listen to this. All he heard was this, like this, coming from the hedge. And anyway, so we started running off. And uh, it was just, I think it was at the time when all those zombie films were coming out. And it would put the fear of God into us. So, so as we were running, I looked at Eddie and I bet uh, Red and I said... Uh, Red, <laughs> we're the police. We can't run away. We we should be dealing with this. Oh yeah, you're right. He said so. So we stopped. Let let our hearts stop fluttering a bit, and then we went back and very gingerly, I peered into the hedge, and uh, ready to run away again at any moment. And uh, did you go ready, Red? Re re ready, Red. Yeah, ready, Red. And I could see this mop of bright ginger hair in the hedge and I thought 
Christ, someone, someone's bloody dying in the hedge. So I, I reached over. And was this noise still continuing? Yeah, like, yeah. It, every few seconds it was... <laughs> like that. And it, it, was, it was horrible. And I thought, this, this person's passing away. So I put my hand on the head and it was stone cold. I thought, this is a bit weird. And the hair was sort of... It was, it was it had this sort of strange, plasticky kind of consistency to it. And I thought, it must be wearing a syrup, this bloke. And um, <laughs> so... And I thought, hang on a minute, this isn't a person. And I took hold of the hair and I lifted it up. And up came this horse's head. <laughs> Not what, a real one? No, it had a long stick attached to it and two wheels <laughs> at the end. And it was one of those electric ones. And on, on its ear was a little red tag which said, squeeze me. And yeah, instead of going like that, it had obviously been in the hedge for ages and the battery had run down. So all it was doing was going... <laughs> I said, Eddie, you, I read, you do, you are a bloody idiot. <laughs> Making me run away like that. And then, of course, then it was like, I had to pretend to be brave and, and that we hadn't been frightened at all. So, yeah, that was, my, that was my big time bravery job. Far more frightening than the um, samurai sword job, I'd say. Well, yeah. So I think sometimes when you're in these incidents, you don't have time to, I'm not going to say you don't have time to think, because that would like, suggest that you don't think a job, and that would be wrong, as you're using, you know, different levels of force. Of yeah. course, you're thinking exactly what you're doing, aren't you? Yeah. What you're on you, you, right? you don't have time to perhaps comprehend um, how dangerous it, it is and therefore how much danger you're in and you don't get a chance to create that fear yeah. element in your mind. I suppose that's what the training tries to do, isn't it? Is to instil in you the, the muscle memory reactions that allow you to overcome necessarily the instant instinct you have to do something and, and perhaps mm. replace that with the trained way of approaching it yeah absolutely well, and i think you know the training that i i had before i was on firearms whilst i was on firearms was brilliant and it catered for that exact it put you in situations sometimes with almost impossible outcomes yeah made it that difficult I uh, it's certainly on firearms where they made it so difficult, like there was almost no outcome to resolve it. Right. And, you know, they always used to say, you know, train hard, fight easy. Oh, interesting. So yeah. the harder, yeah, well, I suppose the harder, sensible, yeah. Yeah, the harder they made it during the, during the training scenarios, you know, sometimes like impossible permutations. Yeah. That, if you were, you were ever faced with that in reality... Would never happen. It, it would like, there's no way this would happen. But actually, when they did it in, in a trained, controlled environment, made you think, you know, dynamically, spontaneously, quickly, tactics, you know, weapons, use of force, legislation, all those things quickly, you know. So actually, when you actually came to do a firearm, a real, a real firearms job... You know, perhaps move over open ground quickly with yeah. a dog with a dog chewing at your ankle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it just came with second nature. You know. Did you think? I, 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 yeah. The training was was all right. I thought for response. I obviously didn't do the special training you did, but the obviously. UDT that I did, I don't think at all times it was necessarily sufficiently realistic. Don't you? For the level of force that you would encounter. I mean, there have been times when, when I've gone to jobs where I've been ragged around, thrown over a, 
and I'm not a small chap, am I, really? No, no. Thrown over a garden. I remember one when I was with another colleague who can't be named. Should we call uh, him Blue? Call him Blue, yeah. Not his real name. Uh, you know, he's, he's a substantial unit, like a mm. rippling mall of muscle. And this bloke, who was high on all sorts of things, was ragging us around like we were two little dolls. Mm. And um, it, it, was, it was just so difficult to control him. And you don't get that in training. Well, you certainly didn't get that in UD training. The, 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 how to... Well, you do, because you do the angry person or the, the VDP, violent, deranged person, but you do that with... Well, no, you do that with... That's, that's when you're doing the PSU training, isn't it? Yeah, but you, you don't get yeah, that with yeah, but, your bog-standard well, training, you do don't, you? No, but what, what I was going to say is you do get exposed to those types of people when you do the VDP uh, training, but you tend to have like a lot of resources with you, don't you? Well, yeah, half a dozen people with yeah. shields, and to, people parking instructions to, at the back. To, to bring that to a conclusion, what you're you know, alluding to is the fact that sometimes when you're on your own or double crewed, just unexpectedly, you're faced with a situation with, with somebody who's VDP. Yeah. And... Well, the training only gives you, right, okay, well, don't hurt each other. You know, mm. if you're going to put holds on, do it gently. Yes. And it just seems to dumb it down to the lowest possible denominator. But it's difficult. Isn't it? You can't you can't have training where you're going to end up hurting one another. Because you can't, you know, so, I, I mean, I've used force and I've seriously injured people. The, uh, it was justified. Justified. No, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but you can't do that onto your colleagues, can you? Because it's, it's difficult enough to get through the career without getting injured. Yeah, by, no, I by, don't agree with that. I don't, I don't necessarily offenders. know what, alone, immediately what the answer is. But <laughs> let alone getting injured by, by one of your own mm, in a mm. training exercise. And it happens. It does happen. How about um, uh, Michael, not his real name, who actually forgot to use the training spray, CS spray, and... <laughs> brilliantly ended up spraying Dougal, not his real name, but very similar, in the face with real CS. <laughs> you know, the look, you know, The look on his face would have been, at that moment in time, that felt like it was real. Yeah. You oh can, my God, it was real. You can tell it wasn't me involved because not everybody else oh, didn't get yeah. CS'd as well. No, so my point is, well, we've had an episode on, uh, on Size Matters, haven't we? We call it Size Matters, about you know the differences between... Uh, some some cops, you know the physical physiological differences. That has an impact, isn't it? Or yeah. they used to call it impact factors, wasn't age. it? You know, impact factors, age, I'm skill. Sure. What about people? I worked with a couple of lads that were um, martial arts, and it was interesting when you went to disorder or violent people when they were involved because yes, most of us would use these home office approved techniques. Yeah. Um, well, but but some of my colleagues um, tended to use these other types of techniques, oh. which were a lot more effective. We had a judo expert, didn't we? Who we used did. to be involved in the training, and he was fantastic. Brilliant. Everybody loves him, yeah, and and really highly respected. But I did think about that. So we was when we was talking about planning some future ep episodes. Not that we do any planning at all. Which was he used to teach you all the uh, home office approved techniques, didn't he? Yeah, so yeah. I would say right, that's our bar. right. Now then, if you ever find yourself in this situation. Yeah. This is what you need to do. Yeah. This judo expert. Oh, yeah. some of them were brilliant. And I used them a few times. Oh, hang on. You were clenching then? No, I was just thinking about oh, right. saying that I was using... Oh, no. Well, 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 clenching my mouth. Well, you're retired now, aren't you? Uh, yeah. You can say what you like. Mm. So I, I think perhaps 
at times some of the methods that are taught need to be uh, better, more of a street fighting type thing. Because those some, more some, dynamic in some way. Or? Yeah, because some of the uh, some of the skills that are taught you are very good, and if you're in the right position at the right place at the right time and you're strong enough, you can implement them. Yeah. If you're not, if you find yourself at a disadvantage or in a position of where 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 they've got more of an advantage over you, you need better skills and tactics to 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 gain the upper ground and to gain the advantage back. Yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of the, a lot of the time, isn't it, the training is in relation to stand back skills. Yeah. You know, and and at one point, isn't it, is if someone tries to take the baton off you, but you know you're standing back. But that, I don't know about you, but I, there was many circumstances I find myself in where I wasn't stood back and I was hands on with no possibility of standing back wrestling with someone you find, you find, yeah. and I have no martial arts skills at all and, and it was just 50-50 which is the worst possible situation to be in but sometimes you find yourself in those positions in particular when you're in, in, a, in a house where there isn't the room to stand back and create your reactionary gap yeah. and you literally you're, you're face to face and and it goes you know within a split second it goes from zero to 100 miles an hour doesn't it yeah well I remember very. I was working with a chap called Steve He's not identifiable, but that was his real name. And he was huge. He was from the Met, six foot four, six foot five, man mountain type bloke. And uh, we went to uh, nick this lad um, down in the Ville. And uh, he was high as a kite on amphetamine, one of our regulars, and uh, usually came relatively quietly. But from the moment we went in through the door, he went absolutely berserk, totally berserk. Uh, never seen him like that before, and 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 people, you know, people other than cops. That they they've never been exposed to that. Never, there's no comprehension of what that's like. I've I've seen it a couple of times, and I've been in a situation with Bruno. Yeah, fact, Bruno. Me and Bruno were in yeah. a situation like that. Sorry to. Yeah, that's okay, but it is. Isn't it? It's a good point you've made because normal people would never imagine the level of violence that that sometimes you're confronted it's with. It's up to you. Yeah, and and the, the the strength of half a dozen people, and uh, we were getting ragged around this room. This uh, the uh, at one point I went on the dining room table and it smashed to the ground. A Christmas tree was torn down. Um, uh, the radiator came off the wall, and it was like women the fountains in Dubai. It was <laughs> carnage, mm. and um, I, I I don't know how we gained control of them in the end, but we did manage to. And I still see him. And I have seen him down the yard. Oh, this yeah. particular offender that we nicked that day. Because right. uh, obviously he, he would only have got 10 minutes punishment for, for all that carnage. He's not one of our customers, is he? Yeah, one of our regulars. Probably our best customer. No, thank you. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, he said, oh, remember that day? And uh, he said, yeah, you, you strangled me that day. Oh yeah, damn yeah. right I did, and that was—I think—that was the only way I was able to get control with this lad Steve sitting on him, uh, was around the throat. Obviously, nowadays I'd get in trouble for that. Mm. Um, but hey, yeah, happy days. Yeah, yeah. Bruno and I had a similar, similar situation. And Bruno's quite handy, isn't he? Well, Bruno's you both are. Handy. Yeah, yeah. I'll None say, of you, yeah. neither of you, would turn down an opportunity to use your skills. Absolutely not. Like many cops wouldn't. Yeah. And. Um, we were relentless hounding this this particular individual. What, harassing? Yeah, harassing. Mm -hmm. What have you done? 
He was wanted for numerous offences. Yeah. Been sentenced in his absence. So. Oh, I was going down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we had reason to get away then. Yeah. And eventually we, we, we found him. So we did this search in this house and half of the people in the house were sort of like on side okay. and half of the people weren't. Yeah. Uh, so it was very mixed. Could go either way. Yeah, it could go either way. Anyway, so we did a, did a search of the house. Final room, which was the upstairs bedroom. And we're in the bedroom. We searched the bedroom and it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a negative, you know, and me and Bruno were looking at each other and we're pointing to the, the, uh, the double bed, the old uh, uh, under the mattress uh, in, in the divan yeah. type. Yeah, yeah, it was always a good hiding place. Huh? Yeah, so we're saying to one another, yeah, it's obviously not here, it's not here, as we're lifting the, yeah. uh, the, the double mattress off together and we throw it to one side and there's this slit in the divan and I look in and there's our offender. Was curled just, up. just spray some CS in the No, 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 we were that, we were that. Uh, overcome with emotion of we've actually found him after all these months because hundreds of people have been looking for him uh, right. hundreds, dozens of people have been looking for him so he did a little victory dance a bit of a victory dance yeah. and I said to him oi Mr Smith yeah out you come and he went yeah and at this point I didn't realise that he was absolutely off his head on amphetamine uh, anyway so he, he sort of eased himself out of this thing like a you know what was it like a, a butterfly coming out of a cocoon yeah yeah flapping his wings or flapping his arms uh, so he, he he climbs out and goes is almost as if to say yeah it's a fair cop type thing. Oh dear! And I'm looking at uh, and I'm, and I'm, yeah, love me to yeah. And I'm looking at Bruno thinking oh yeah. At which point he went bam and smacked me straight. What face. you? Yeah. Oh my I god! Like, and at that point, um, this, this, this fight ensued. ensued in the bedroom. Anyway, he was wild, and I mean, like just how you described that. Yeah. Didn't matter what we did, we just couldn't. We couldn't spray him because we were in such a confined space. Plus, there were two yeah. kids in the bedroom, in bed, oh, next door, asleep. Yeah. So, yeah. The last thing we were thinking about was deploying CS. Didn't have tasers then. It was before I was on firearms as well. Anyway, more people came into the bedroom. Oh. But at this at this point, we called for some uh, more cops to come down who were on the way. And s- somehow, I, I, I don't know how, in the, in the melee, the... the the bed, the divan had collapsed. The wardrobe had collapsed. The drawers had collapsed. It was just utter, utter. Can't you couldn't move for furniture, tripping over things yeah. and trying to get a proper grip on. And the people that were turning up were they anti? Yeah, yeah. The people oh. that came. And anyway, so at one point he's got to the window because I might. I, thought, I can't think of I was fighting with somebody else as well, but he's got to the window, and he's out the window, and I've got him no. by one foot hanging what, out the dangling, the, dangling down. right out wow. there. How like, high up are you? First floor. Oh no! And he's cr- like literally crawling down the wall, trying to get no. away. And I, uh, I say uh, to Bruno. Yeah, almost. Almost up there, didn't you? Bruno, can you help me, Bruno? Bruno, help me, help me. Yeah. And I turn very. It's quickly. difficult to remember the right name when you're uh, when you're in struggling or something. And I, t- isn't and it? I turn very quickly and look at Bruno. And um, Mr. Smith's mother is. Um, Riding Bruno <laughs> like a, uh, what, in a, like a horse, way. no, like a horse. Oh, right. And he's strangling him from behind, and has literally mounted him, really? wrapped her legs around him, and his arms around, and he's strangling him. And he's, and I look at it, and he's ramming her Is he? <laughs> backwards into the wall, trying to get her off. To obviously, he can't help me. Yeah. Anyway, I look in the back garden, and my sergeant's in the back garden, looks up at me, and goes, "Is he laughing? Don't you drop him? Yeah. If you drop him, you're in trouble." And I'm like. <laughs> Anyway, eventually I managed to pull him back up by one leg, oh, get him back in. Um, a couple more cops come in, we get him handcuffed. Eventually we drag him down the stairs and there's going to be multiple arrests, more cops turn up. And um, in order to placate the situation, yeah. 
we allow him to have a, a, a minute with his female <laughs> partner. So he's handcuffed. Oh, right. So the rest of the cops go out. Me and Bruno stay in the living room. Yeah, with, usually these things end badly, with, to be with, fair. With handcuffed man. Yeah. And handcuffed man, Mr Smith, is sat on a seat. Right. With his... Uh, partner at the time sat on the arm of the what chair. What was it to exchange notes and about kissing, what to do and his, ki- oh. ki- kissing because he knows he's going to he's been sentenced. It's like a conjugal anyway. visit. Yeah, well, she was in the property anyway. Right. Okay. She was sort of directing us to where he might be. Okay. All oh, right. So yeah. usually they ask for a fag. Well, he's, well, anyway, while they're sort of getting it on, really on this chair. Did you have your body cams on? I'm the side? St- no, I'm stood at the door so he can't get out, and Bruno is stood behind the chair. So he can't run out towards the uh, the kitchen. Okay. And I remember my right hand throbbing. I was thinking, oh my god, that's really hurting. Why? What is and it? and I looked down, and my ring finger on my right hand was just hanging down at a strange angle. Oh yeah. And wouldn't, wouldn't move properly, and was rapidly swelling up. Yeah. And uh, so I raised my hand and looked at Bruno, and I looked at Bruno, and I signalled across to him for him to look at me, yeah. and I went, "Hey, Bruno." Yeah. Well, I obviously didn't say it like that loud. Yeah. I went and I pointed to my hand. And I mouthed the words, this is effing killing me. Yeah. And like he looked at my finger and he's hanging down. And he just looked at me, never changed the expression on his face. And he raised his left arm and his left wrist was hanging down <laughs> in a very limp manner. And he went, that's killing me. So I ended up with this mangled, uh, broken, yeah. uh, I think it was called mallet, mallet finger, I think. Mallet finger, mallet yeah. Finger. Yeah. Yeah. And he got a broken uh, wrist. Wow. So with proper... I bet you must have got a load of commendations for that job. Oh God, yeah. Because yeah. Bruno, right. he's got he's got hundreds of commendations. Mainly well, involved in more. Mainly involved. In yeah. Well, it is, isn't it, with Bruno? Mm. I've uh, virtually every job he's been to, uh, he's got a commendation for, and he's, they're all to do with rivers, aren't they? Yeah. Does he write them himself? I think he must do. He must do. So a number of jobs I've been to where. Uh, you get a shout, oh yeah, we've got someone in the river, usually during the hot weather when it's nice and everybody wants to swim. Mm. Anyway, before they can get to the end of the transmission, he's in the vehicle, down the river, and the very first things he, d- he does before asking anybody what's happened, he throws himself straight in the river, doesn't he? He's like a spaniel. He's immediately swimming towards anything he can see and then rescues them. Even if they don't want rescuing, he'll rescue them. And uh, it... And the reasons why is that uh, they've offered him promotion and he asked them, well, how far is the nearest river? And they say it was over half a mile away and he's turned it down. Yeah, I'm not having that. Yeah, that's not, that's not for me. Well, there's a pond. Yeah, that'll do. No, well, no, I'll take that. I'd consider it, yeah. Uh, but he is a good Is copper, there any water near headquarters? Uh, isn't there a lake? Mm. He'd never work at headquarters. No, God, no. He's a good cop, old uh, oh, Bruno, Bruno, isn't he? Oh, Bruno. Fair play to him. He is a good cop. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the next uh, episode, we've got another request. Ooh, have we? Yeah, and this one will be right up your street. Ooh, what's that then? Come on. We've been asked to talk about yeah. professional standards. Oh, oh or, in particular, I think the, the department. Ooh, right. Professional standards department, rather than the professional standards or code of conduct for, for, for police officers. But uh, Funny, when, when you say that, I immediately start looking up towards the ceiling to see if we're being recorded. Well, it's, it's not. It's there. That's the recording device. Oh, ah. Oh, right. I wonder what it was. Is it watching us as well? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, perhaps we could get someone in from professional standards. Perhaps the chap that dealt with me. He was a good egg. Perhaps we couldn't. Perhaps the one that told me, yeah, you won't get sacked for that. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> so, let's, should we fox to Oscar? I think so, yeah. 
And then brevity is a virtue. What? And then come back to professional standards? I think so, yeah. Good idea. Cool. Right. Let's do it.